Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. As I am recording today's episode, I am currently um, feeling unwell because I have got COVID. So why am I sharing this information with you? So I... I wanted everybody to know that if you really have a passion for what you do, you will find the energy to do what you need to do for your business. I am not saying do not take the time to rest. I'm not saying to become a hero and ignore your body telling you to take a rest. I experienced symptoms as of Monday, May 30th. And on June 1st, I got hit real bad. So I had all the symptoms with the exception of the loss of taste and the loss of smell. But I got the fever. I got the chills. I had the body ache. I have the cough. I have the cold. And I also have the sore throat. So it was so bad that I couldn't even come on for my weekly Wednesday Facebook Live tutorial, which is what I have been doing religiously for the past two years. And also, I wasn't able to do the social media one-on-one workshop that have been scheduled a while back. So I have to reschedule that class. So that's how bad it was. But today, after taking some medication, seeing the doctor, I feel a lot better. Not 100% there, but I still have some energy. And the moral of the story, me sharing with you my COVID journey is if you really have the passion and belief in what you do is going to make a difference in someone's life or event, you will show up for your business no matter how you feel. I will tell you that there, there, um, throughout the days, throughout the day today, I have pockets of energy and then I have pockets of time that I was so exhausted that I just want to lay down and sleep. So while I'm recording this episode is when I have the pockets of energy. So I want to take advantage of, of the, of the um, little spurts of energy to do what I need to do for my business. So if you are in, uh, in any form of pain or illness that somehow does not allow you to fully be present or operate your business 100%, this is what I have been sharing with my clients inside the mentorship program. That if you are not able to work on your business 100%, because throughout the day, some parts of the day, you're feeling unwell, maybe you have chronic pain, pain, right? Or chronic tiredness, then you will have to find your peak hour or your peak 15 minutes or your peak five minutes or your peak 30 minutes. And you've got to make that peak time work for you. 
and for your business. So you need to find that little spokes of your peak time and you got to time the type of work that you need to do during those peak times that is going to help you move forward in life and in business. And in this case, my peak period is right now, I know that I probably have energy to last for another 20, 30 minutes. So I'm going to do this podcast within that short time frame. And that's how I'm going to move forward in my business by still showing up for my business. Hopefully, this is going to give you some motivation and insight on how you can best make use of your time, even though physically you may not be able to work on your business 100% all the time like any other people who have um, you know, a healthy body. Right? So today's topic, I want to talk a little bit about do you need to change how you should charge your fees when you're doing different event services? So I kept seeing all these questions being asked inside my 7,000 members Facebook group and inside other Facebook groups for event planners as well. Sometimes even from clients inside my mentorship program, I have taught how to charge your hourly rate, correct? In episode eight. If you go back to episode eight of the podcast, I've taught you how to price your fees and it all comes down to your hourly rate. So if you don't re- if you don't know or you don't recall how to charge for your hourly rate, please go listen to episode eight. Okay. So knowing your hourly rate is the fundamental of how you should charge for all kinds of services. So in short, do I change how I should charge my fee for different event services? The answer is no. You always use the same fundamental principle to charge for any type of event services you're providing. So it doesn't matter. And this fundamental is applicable regardless whether you're in the events field or not. And it doesn't matter what profession you are. It could, you could be an attorney. You could be a doctor. You could be an event planner. You could be a, um, an event decorator, an event designer a photographer, you could be a baker. It, it doesn't matter. The fundamental, the principle is always the same. You got to figure out your hourly rate. And then with the hourly rate, that's where you design your package. So I see all these questions being asked and I'm going to address them one by one as many as possible. Okay. As long as I'm able to catch my breath and, and breathe and talk at the same time. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, I, I see this one of the questions asking. Okay, um, a potential client is asking me to just do the setup and the teardown for a, their dessert table. I do not have to provide the desserts or the treats. They will provide everything and they only need me to decorate that table and come back and tear it down. So unpack everything your, your job is to unpack everything that they have bought, decorate the table, and then pack everything into the boxes after the event. Okay? So, this is one, one scenario. How should you charge? How much should I charge? You go back to your hourly rate. How much does it cost for you to work per hour? Go back to episode 8. Understand how much is your hourly rate. If your hourly rate is $50, $75, $100 an hour, and that job requires you to unpack, decorate, and then pack everything back into the box. Requires you in total 
only two hours to do it and your hourly rate is $100 an hour. So you charge $200 for that job. Okay? So now, another question. My potential client only need me to source for a venue for them. Or my potential client only needs me to find a vendor for them, a cake, a baker, all right, or a photographer or a makeup artist, all right, or to source for a venue for the event. They only need me to do that, nothing else, no planning included. How much should I charge? Well, how long do you think it's going to take for you to look for the vendor? You have to ask questions, right? You have to ask questions to your potential client. How many venues do you need me to propose to you? How many options do you need me to propose to you when it comes to the photographer? How many photographers do you want to talk to before you make a decision? How many makeup artists do you, need, do you want to talk to before you make a decision? How many venues do you want to see before you make a decision? So once you ask those questions, you'll be able to calculate how long it's going to take for you to do that job. So if it's going to take you three hours or five hours, assuming it's going to take you five hours, that means your hourly rate is $100 an hour. You're going to charge $500 to do that job. Okay? All right. So another question. I am planning a destination wedding. How should I charge? They need me to do everything. A destination wedding is nothing different than a regular wedding or destination event is no different than a regular event. The only difference is you probably have to travel or your guests will have to travel, your host will have to travel. The planning is still the same, okay? So you will still have to do the, the fundamentals of event planning. How many hours does it take for you to plan the event? You won't know until you talk to your potential client. What do they need you to do? Do they need you to look for the venue? Do they need you to look for the vendors? Do they need you to do the budget? Do they need you to do the timeline? Do they need you to be there? You have to ask, what exactly do they need help with? Once you figure out what they need help with, then you calculate how many hours does it take for you to, how many hours does it take for you to, to plan the event? So once you figure out how many hours it takes for you to plan the event, you multiply that by your hourly rate. If it takes you 10 hours to plan, just assuming, and your hourly rate is $1,000, it's $100 per hour, that means you're going to charge at least $1,000 for planning that destination event. If they require you to travel there, then you need to, you need to make sure that you'll get reimbursed. So you do not include your what we call um, expenses into your fees. Expenses are expenses. Your fees are your fees. Expenses is not a profit. It's an expense that needs to be reimbursed. Your fee is your fee, which is a profit. Okay, it's a revenue for you. Expenses is not considered as revenue. So do not confuse that. So if it takes you 10 hours to plan the event and your hourly rate is $100, your revenue for the event, which is your fees, is $1,000, okay? But then you need to travel there because they want you to be there. So you need to bill your potential client your expense. So before you even take on the job, you, it has to be made very clear to your potential client that they have to reimburse you. So what will the reimbursement cover? 
your travel um, expense, such as if you have to take a plane, how much it's going to cost. You're going to have to tell them approximately, you're going to Google Expedia, okay? Okay, if I'm from Miami and the event is, and the event is in uh, Cancun, all right? And the flight is, at the time of checking, is $400 both ways based on the dates that they have provided you. So you're going to tell the potential client, all right, on the contract that you're drafting for them, that <clears throat> before you even draft the contract, you're going to make sure that they understand it and they agree to it. Then you put on a contract. So you're going to put, they will have to reimburse your travel expense. At this time, Expedia is showing, at this time of checking, you're going to put the date, okay, that you check the fees. <coughs> Sorry. The, um, the, the airfare is $400 for two ways in the economy class. So they will have to reimburse you for that. And then they also need to reimburse you for your meals per day, right? Per day, basically. So it's going to take you one whole day to travel there. So that means you will, be, you will have to eat your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner, not at your own home. That means you have to spend money to buy food. So they have to reimburse you for that. So a lot of times there are a cap, there is a cap for how much you can spend per meal. And uh, it all depends on your client and also how much and where you're from, where you're traveling to. Sometimes things can get a little expensive. So a ballpark figure is about at least $100 to $150 a day. So that will cover breakfast, cover lunch, cover dinner, and some beverage in between. Okay. So breakfast normally is $20. Lunch is normally um, $300. I'm sorry. Breakfast is normally $20. Lunch is probably $30. And dinner is probably $40. Okay. So, so on average is that. So we're talking about eating either at the airport or buying food on a plane. So you want to be able to tell them approximately it's going to cost you $100 a day to cover three meals. Okay. And some beverages per day during the travel time. And while you're there, if you have to incur fees to eat, same thing, you will bill them. And if you have to stay at hotels, you have to stay at hotels and then and you will have to bill them as well. So please do not think that, oh, you know, I have friends and family there so I can stay with my friends and family. That's your choice, okay? That's your choice. If you have friends and family, you want to go stay with them, catch up with them while you're there, Fine, but if you don't have any friends and family or you only have some friends that you're not very familiar with, but then you're trying to help your client save money by, by sleeping on their couch, okay? You don't have to do that. If the client wants you to be there, they need to be able to pay for your expense. So you same thing. You go to Expedia, go find out how much it costs for, you know, for a hotel that is close to the venue or, or at the venue itself how much it costs for one night, two nights to stay. And then you're going to tell the client, this is how much it costs and they need to reimburse you. Okay. So after the desk, so you will pay all these costs upfront or you can have the client or the, actually, let me, um, the client, yes, the client, because they have already agreed with your fees. So you will have them, you can either you pay and then they reimburse you or they can make the reservation, the flight reservation for you, and then they pay um, on, their, on your behalf or they make the hotel reservation for you and they pay on your behalf. 
and then they just have to reimburse you for the foods because you will pay upfront and then they reimburse you. Okay, do not confuse that with your fees. All right, so that's the only difference. Now, sometimes I do charge for travel time as well. If I'm stuck on a plane for eight hours, 10 hours, 24 hours, all right, or I'm stuck in a mass transport transportation and, you know, like that I can't work on my computer, I cannot go meet my clients, right? That is lost opportunity for me to book more events. That's when I will charge for my travel time. You can charge exactly at your hourly rate or you can charge at 50% of your hourly rate. So that you can include in your fees, okay? That's not considered as reimbursement, all right? That's your revenue. You will include that in your fees and say travel time, how much? And then you just bill them and then reimbursement, how much? And then they'll pay you back. So that's the difference when it comes to destination events, okay? But other than that, regardless whether you're just providing full planning, partial planning, decorating, okay? If you're just doing a floral centerpiece, right? Oh, they only need me to do a backdrop. How should I charge? It doesn't matter. It's the same thing, right? The, the way that you come up with your package is all based on how many hours you need to do that package, to deliver that package. So your hourly rate to, to do a balloon garland or a backdrop, plus setting up and tear down, including also the cost of supply. So if you do backdrops, you have to calculate how many hours does it take for you to come up with the design? How many hours does it take for you to travel there, set up, travel back, tear down? Those are your labor hours. And then on top of that, you add the fees of the rental, which is the, uh, the drapes and the frame. So there you go. That's your package. So it all goes back to the fundamental of your hourly rate. Once again, if you don't know how to calculate your hourly rate, go listen back to episode eight. So I hope today's episode is able to give you some clarity. It doesn't matter what services you provide in the events field. You've got to first, you've got to first <clears throat> determine your hourly rate. And then from there, you build your package. Okay? You build your package. You don't have to tell your potential client what is your hourly rate. You can tell them, okay, if you need me to just decorate the treats table, it's going to cost you $200. You don't have to explain to them, oh, my hourly rate is $100 and it's going to take me two hours, so it's $200. Because when you tell people your hourly rate, they'll be like, wow, this is so expensive. I can do it myself. But if you just tell them a flat fee, right? When you say that, okay, should I charge them a flat fee? Or should I charge them a package? Should I charge them an hourly rate? It's all the same. They all derive from the hourly rate. So if you're charging them a flat fee, okay, the flat fee is $200 and um, it's for me to do the setup and the teardown. Now, if you want to really protect yourself, you're going to say that, you know, I anticipate that I'm going to take about approximately two to three hours to do this and the fee is $200. If for whatever reason, I'm going, it needs me to be there for more than this amount of hours, I will be charging you an additional hour, okay? For every hour I have to stay extra or every 30 minutes I have to stay extra, this is the additional time I need to charge you. You may want to highlight that on your contract. 
okay? Because you may be thinking, oh, this job is going to take me this amount of time, like simple job, right? Just to set up and tear down. Then God knows when you get up there and then some people some people didn't do their, their, their part and then um, it delay your work and, and then you instead of you being there for like three, two or three hours, you're stuck there for five, six hours, then you just lost money on the gig. So you need to be very, very clear when you say that if, you know, this job is going to take approximately, you know, I'm going to charge you $200, probably only takes me about like, you know, for this event, no more than three hours to do the job. So, so let them go figure out the hourly rate if they want, but you don't have to tell them. And they said, but if for whatever reason I need to stay longer because it takes something happen, then there will be additional fee. Okay. So hopefully, once again, I'll be able I'm, that this today's episode is able to give you some insight on how you charge for a destination event, for just doing sourcing, for just doing decorating, or for just doing event planning. All right. So it doesn't matter. It all goes back to the fundamental of hourly rate. Okay. All right. My uh, little spurts of energy is about to be used up. So thank you so much for listening to me once again every single week. And um, I look forward to speaking with you next Thursday. Hopefully, I will have um, in, a, in a better health condition and um, will be able to continue to nurture all of you with my podcast. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.